VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 303. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. You know, on this podcast, we talk about mindsets, specifically new mindsets. Uh, That's, you know, new ways of thinking, new ways of standing up for yourself, new ways of knowing your worth, knowing what you bring to the table. And most of all, new ways of being at peace with the decisions you make and the things that happen to you in your life. That's what a new mindset is. You know, I think about this all day, every day. I write about this all day, every day. It's literally all I do. And that's what a new mindset is. You know, a new mindset, it's less about whatever, uh, aligning your chakras and flowing abundantly and energy fields, law of attraction and, and that kind of thing. It's less about that. And it's more about simply how you see the world around you, simply how you see yourself. That's it. And coming to terms with that in as simple a way as you can. You know, I'm big about simplifying things in life. And that's all, that's how you level up. That's how you set a new mindset. I'm convinced that if we, you know, even if we make wrong decisions in life, which let's be real is going to happen a lot. Even if we do that, if we can approach the result of our decisions, um, the result of other people's decisions that affect us, if we could do that with more simplicity, with more focus, we're going to be good. You know, we're going to be good because then no matter what happens, no matter what doesn't happen, we're moving forward. We've simplified how we see the world around us. We're moving on. And life rewards people who do that, who move forward. Because when you do, when you're doing that, you're not overthinking. You're not constantly looking back, beating yourself up. You're not you know, on top of the world one day and then the next you're triggered by something and then you spiral into a cycle of what if and what if and what if, you know? So that's my approach to life. And it's brought me so much peace to simplify how I see myself, to simplify how I see the world around me. 
to be able to accept what happens, to make what I think is the best decision for me, to accept the bullshit of other people that might come into my life, whether I like it or not, and to just find peace in that process. And, you know, it's all well and good to say that, but if there's one area of life where that's all nice, um, but it kind of falls apart in practice, uh, it's of course, shocker, relationships, dating. You know, if I had a nickel for every time in my personal life, in my twenties, um, or with all the DMS and questions I get from you all, where, you know, we say we went through a breakup and following the breakup, everything was great. Heck yes. This was the best decision for me. It ended for a reason. One door closes, another door open. All right. But then a month later, it's uh, oh man, maybe that wasn't right. Maybe we shouldn't have broken up. I'm alone. This sucks. What if things happen differently? Oh no. If I had a nickel for every time I experienced that or I got a DM from someone experiencing that, I'd be a rich man. You know, it, it's human nature to overcomplicate, overthink the relationships that end in our lives. It really is. I'm sure you're aware, right? To overthink breakups, no matter how they ended. It's human nature to start running through the what ifs, to leave that door open for overthinking and When we do that, when we allow ourselves to do that, no matter how harmless we might think it is, it really does prevent us from moving on. But I'm a firm believer that when something ends, it ends. It ends there. And of course, there's exceptions. But um, in my mind, there's no point in revisiting something like that. A breakup is a breakup and it's time to move on. But I, of course, understand that we're all human. I'm human. You're human. And it's so common for us to overthink it, to overthink a relationship ending, and then to carry around that doubt with us. So I wanted to take this episode specifically, um, really on point, to just run through a couple of signs that I've observed that will make you remember why that relationship ended. A couple of signs that will remind you why the breakup was right why you shouldn't overthink the breakup. And I'm hoping you can listen to this and then hang on to these signs and remind yourself of them when you might find yourself overthinking. So then you can remember the sign and say, oh yeah, that was why. That was why it ended. That is why I'm better off now. Okay, I'm moving on. You do that instead of circling and circling and overthinking a breakup or a relationship ending and in effect, hold yourself back, which is exactly what you don't want to do. So I sat down, came up with a couple of signs that I think will really remind you that the relationship ending, the breakup was the right thing for you. And here they are. I'm just going to run through them. I had a whole list I made here. So the first one is thinking back in your relationship with that person, the relationship that ended, did you make excuses for your ex when you were dating? Do you no longer have to make those excuses? Well, if that's the case, then the breakup was right. You should never have to make excuses for someone else's behavior, for someone else's dishonesty, for someone else's mixed signals, for someone else's lack of commitment. You should never have to do that. So think back. Did you make excuses for them when you were dating? Things like, oh, you know, they're just so busy. I'll be their priority soon when work settles down, when whatever settles down, whatever. Or, oh, they're just, you know, they're hurt. They're still hurt by their ex. That's why they go hot and then cold. You know, they're just, they're just holding on to that pain. It's not their fault. Or, oh yeah, you know, he lied, but he did it to protect me. He didn't want to hurt me. So he lied, right? Those, those excuses. 
if you were making those excuses for them while you were dating and now you're broken up and you don't have to make those excuses anymore, as tough as it might be, again, to still move forward, that's a sign that the breakup was right, that the breakup happened for a reason. You should never have to make excuses for someone. You should never have to make excuses for their behavior, for anything about them, frankly, for your relationship with them. So I would just say, think about it, look back. Did I make excuses for them? And now, do I not? Well, there you go. That's the sign you've been looking for. How could your relationship ending not be the right thing when that's the case? That's something you should not have to overlook, making excuses. So that's one. And another one, and this is more of a like gut feeling than it is like, you know, exhibit A, evidence. Um, it's now that the relationship is over, think back. Try to ignore the potential feeling you have to overthink it, to run the tape back, to play the what-ifs. If you were to block all that out and think back and just without honestly thinking about it too much, react, just react to your gut feeling, would you say that in your current state, you are hopeful? Would you say in your current state that you feel kind of relieved? Relieved that you no longer have to make those excuses. Relieved that you no longer have to rationalize something about your relationship. Relieved and hopeful hopeful that you're going to be just fine, that you're excited, frankly, for what's to come, that you've got your back. Would you say you feel that way? Just quick gut reaction. Try to ignore the other things. Try to ignore the overthinking that is so common. Would you say outside of that deep down, are you relieved? Are you hopeful? Just knee jerk reaction to that. If the answer is yes, you're feeling relief and hope, relief and peace. Then I think that's all you need to know. Seriously, like I really believe in this, this, this kind of simplified thinking, like your overthinking is trying to distract you. Your overthinking is trying to make you doubt yourself. But if your soul, your deep down, if your soul, your intuition is relieved and hopeful, like I can't think of a, of a stronger, more telling sign that a breakup was the right thing for you than that. Right. And I think sometimes reminding yourself of this is all you need to know. And of course, it's always going to be like counterbalanced by your human insecurities and your overthinking and everything we know. But if you can remind yourself that when the relationship ended, you felt a soulful sense of relief. Well, that's for a reason. And then it's up to you to go out and live that and live that hope. So that's another one. Just kind of a, a gut check, literally a gut check, an intuition check, a soul check. Right. Uh, and here's another one. Um, and this kind of is all building here, right? Cause this one goes off of the excuses point, but it's kind of more internal. And it's that if after the breakup, you feel that you can finally be honest with yourself, then hello, the breakup was right. If you feel a kind of 180 degree turn in regard to how you treat yourself now with how honest you can be with yourself now, then the breakup was right. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. 
and they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Honest with yourself you know, honest, honest that it wasn't working, honest that it wasn't right, that you actually deserved more than you were getting in the relationship, that you were giving him or her more credit than they actually deserved, that in retrospect, you were projecting fantasies about what could be more than what was, that you were only in love with potential, those kinds of things, right? That is a sign. That is being honest with yourself. And if that is different from how you were in the relationship, I'd say that that breakup was a gift. It's a 180 degree turn from how you were then. And when that's the case, the breakup was right. It's a real sign. I really do think it's a real sign because being dishonest with ourselves in a relationship, I think that's the most toxic thing we can do to ourselves. And it's something that we can control, of course. It's like deluding ourselves into, you know, into seeing something that isn't there. And it's toxic, right? Deluding ourselves into continuing to move forward with someone because you've already invested time and energy into them. You know, it's, it's saying those excuses I mentioned earlier, like internally, not necessarily out loud, but internally, it's convincing yourself that you're happy when you weren't convincing yourself that you were happy with what you were offered, but you weren't convincing yourself that you were chosen by someone when you weren't convincing yourself that you didn't deserve better, that things were great when they weren't right. But now if you can say it's like your beer goggles are off and you're like, man, I got to be honest with myself. That is not true. That was not true. Then that is a sign. That is a sign. You were not honest with yourself and now you are. Now you can be. Now you f- you feel the need to be. Well, I think the breakup was the right thing. That's a sign, right? If you can look back and feel that sense of relief now because you feel honest with yourself finally, that, you know, that not only were making all those excuses and you were doing all these things, but now you can look yourself in the mirror and finally be proud of yourself for admitting these things about your relationship, then yeah. The breakup was the right thing. It might have hurt. It might have been really painful. But if you can say that, I think that's a really strong sign. And even if, if just a little, that you're feeling you could be just a little bit more honest with yourself now. 
then still the breakup was right. So that's another big one. Again, that's like more of an internal check. Uh, a couple more here. We're on a roll. Um, speaking of being honest with yourself, speaking of, uh, you know, your relationship with yourself, after the breakup, ask yourself, do I like myself better when I was in the relationship or out of it? Which version of yourself do you like more? Take them out of the picture for a second. Do you like the you you were while you were with them or the you you are now? I think that's quite a telling question because let's be real. Of course, a relationship is supposed to help you level up as a person. The person you're with is supposed to complement who you are. Your partner's supposed to grow you just as you're supposed to grow them. But if you're like looking back and you're like, it was that true in my relationship? Mm, maybe not so much. Maybe you say to yourself, the person I am outside of the relationship feels more free, feels more energetic, feels more ambitious, more driven, more secure. Well, that's a pretty telling sign. Someone in a relationship, they're, they're not supposed to drain you. They're not supposed to make you feel less capable or lazy or less driven or anything. Even if that's balanced by someone who is compassionate and kind and makes you laugh, I'm sorry, but that can't be at the expense of how you feel about yourself. Someone making you laugh and, and you feel comfortable with them and they're a great conversationalist, that doesn't offset the fact that you feel drained or anxious or jealous or whatever. And I would say that about any attribute you liked in a partner, you found attractive in a partner, those attributes can't be at the expense of your opinion of yourself. They can't be at the expense of your mental health, your mental, your spiritual well-being. I will not concede that point. A relationship is supposed to build you up. And so if you can look at yourself now and say, I like the me I am now more than the me I was in that relationship, even though it still hurts, well, I think that's all you need to know. It's such a powerful sign to be able to kind of before and after yourself and compare the two people. And if you're looking for a sign to find peace and moving forward, I think that might be a big one. So that's another sign. And then here's one more, one final one, and then I'll land the plane. And it's that when you look back at the relationship, who was doing all of the change? Who was changing? And who was that person changing for? You know, I say all the time, of course, like a long lasting relationship is always going to require change. People need to change. That's the human dynamic, right? Two unique individual people coming together there's going, someone's going to need to change in some way. Both people are likely going to need to change in some way to make the relationship work. That's great. I've done episodes in the past on change. And the idea there is that change is good. Change is powerful. Change shows commitment, but change has to be done for the right reason. The person changing has to change because they want to, because they know it's the right thing to do, not because they're doing it to appease someone else. That is conditional change, and it's the same as conditional love. And of course, you deserve better than that. I've talked about that a lot in the podcast. You can't change to appease someone else, to make them happy, to get them off your back, to convince them to like you. You have to change for you because you know it's the right thing to do. So think back then to the relationship that ended. Who was doing all the change? Was it you? And honestly, think about it. Did you change aspects of yourself, aspects of your habits, aspects of your dreams, of your vision, of your quirks, whatever? Why did you do it? Did you do it to appease them, to keep things moving forward, to make sure that they really liked you, to make sure you had them hooked, or because you genuinely knew it was right? Consider that. And then also consider them. 
did they change at all in your relationship? I'm certainly not a proponent of keeping score, but take a peek at the scoreboard real quick. How many times did you change? How many times did they change? Think about that. And then think, of course, about the times that you changed. Was it because you inspired the change or was it to appease them? And think about the the times they changed if they did. Did they change at all? And when they did, was it to appease you or because you two were truly on the same page? I think you you can see where I'm going with this. If the change count was heavily lopsided, well, I think the breakup was right. If the change was conditional, I think the, the breakup was right. Like change is good. Of course it is. But it has to be done for the right reasons. If you were, you know, bullied and gaslighted and pushed to change, well, the breakup was right. So I'll end it right there. You know, I can, I can of course, come up with so many more reasons in retrospect. And of course, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and it's easy to do this looking back. But if you're listening to this episode and it's relevant for you, well, that means that maybe you had a breakup or a relationship fall apart. And it means that you still might be harboring some doubt about it or some what if. And if that's the case, then turn to these signs and just ask yourself if they're true. Ask yourself if one is true, is two, if, two, if two are true, maybe all of them are true. And I say that just because sometimes clarity can come from a simple head nod, a simple, and you know what? That is true. I'm doing the right thing. That was right. I'm sticking to my path. Man, that's powerful, isn't it? Just a simple head nod, a, a simplification of how you're seeing the world. And then trust that. You trust the simplicity of that realization to the to the point of my introduction in this episode, I believe in simplifying the peace, the peace of mind, the sense of calm that you're capable of giving yourself. So to say, look back, consider these signs, nod your head, don't forget the lesson and move forward. I think you'll be surprised by how much peace you can give yourself. And peace, of course, is what you deserve. You deserve to be free, to move forward, to no longer overthink, to no longer wonder what if to no longer harbor resentment towards them, towards yourself. Just free, just that peace, knowing that the breakup was right. So I'll end it right there. If that was helpful, I'd love it if you'd share this episode, maybe share it with a friend who might be struggling with a breakup or relationship issues. It might be just what they need to hear. And that's it. Thank you always for visiting newmindsetwhodis.com, picking up a journal. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening. And until next episode... I'm out. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset.